Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I will be reading Kadia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. Kadia, Chapter 16, James. Tonight was a special night for Kente. May had told me everything she needed for her birthday celebration, and I made sure that she had everything she asked for. I could not believe how nice May had been about celebrating her birthday. May was the first woman that James had had sex with, and he would always care for her, but he was deeply in love with Kente. When she gave herself to him willingly, James could not resist her. James needed her, no craved to be inside of her every minute of the day. Her body melted into his, and he knew that he would love her forever. There was going to be drumming and dancing, and James would get to watch Kente dance and enjoy herself with her people. James also knew that if the other slave owners knew that he had taken up with the black slave, that they would probably jail him. But he didn't care. He needed Kente in his life, and that was all that mattered. His father had left him some land up in the North Carolina mountains near Asheville, and if there was trouble, he would take Kente there and live with her in peace. He would probably take some of the slaves if they wanted to follow him. They had been very loyal to him and his family, and he only wanted them to have a good life outside of slavery. Chapter 17, May. Everything was going as she had planned. The other plantations had received information about James' love for a slave girl. Once and for all, she would be renewed by the removal of Kente, and the people would be hers to control again. She walked outside and moved to the edge of the porch, leaning against the rail. She glanced around as the other slaves hustled and bustled about, preparing for the festivities for tonight for Kente's birthday. They were all such idiots to her being so mild and meek and humble to the white man's doctrine, the Holy Bible. Ever since she arrived here, all the master ever gave her to read was that book. All that book did was teach her people how to be better slaves. That book kept them in slavery and bondage, and it would keep destroying her people for centuries to come. She cared, but she didn't care. All she wanted was the power and the respect to control everybody and make the best of their situation. May walked over to the white rocking chair and sat down. She closed her eyes and began to slowly rock with a smile on her face. Chapter 18 Kente Kente was looking out the window watching May rock in the chair. She could sense that May had not changed and she could sense that something was coming. Even though the sun was shining brightly and today was perfect, she had this feeling of a strong sense of earnest to communicate with the spirit that was inside of her. She turned around and walked up the stairs. 
She knew that it was Marinette Brantois pulling her, for she must have wanted to speak to her as well. She went into the room and pulled all the curtains, drawing the room darker. Marinette loved the darkness, for it was soothing to her eyes. Unlike May, she did not need to draw symbols with white flower to invoke her. She walked over to the dresser bureau and grabbed the small silver handheld mirror in her hands and gazed into it. She walked to the middle of the floor and sat down and peered deep into the mirror. She closed her eyes and opened them. Marinette Bointois was staring back at her. Kente did not know that Marinette was going to be like this. She was beautiful as she stared at her. Her hair was long and bushy, but tamed. Her complexion was dark, but her eyes danced with fiery flames. What is this that I'm feeling? Kente asked Marinette. There is going to be trouble tonight during the party, she said to her. I knew I was sensing something, Kente exclaimed. Yes, but you and a few others will be okay. What about James? Kente, I need for you to look in the floorboard under your bed. There's a brown bottle filled with water from the footprint of a wolf. You will give this to James to drink, Marinette instructed. What will this do to him? She asked the Lord. When he drinks this, he will be able to protect you, to protect us. May had collected this water to be able to have shapeshifted to control, but this will cause James to shapeshift into a wolf, and he will protect you. Werewolves are my guardians. I'm aware of shapeshifters living in my land. There is a tribe there that can turn into hyenas, but I didn't think that it existed here on this land as well, Kente replied. Some stories are true, some are not. But trust me on this one, Marinette said. Now, get ready, for they coming to get you. Don't be afraid, for I am with you, child, and this will be all over soon. Marinette vanished. Kente heard a knock at the door, and she stood up and walked over to answer it. She's placed the mirror in her pocket of her skirt. It was two house girls coming to help her get dressed for the ritual. One of the girls was carrying a large box, and she walked over to the bed and laid it down. Kente went over there and opened the box. She pulled out a long white dress and white cloth. The other house girl came over and told her to put it on. Kente began removing her clothes, and they helped to get her dress on. They then took the white cloth and wrapped her hair up in it giving her a beautiful white crown. Kente walked over to the mirror and looked at herself. It was amazing how white made you look so pure. The house girls opened the door, gesturing to Kente that it was time to leave. Kente glanced in the mirror one more time, seeing the fire in her eyes, and she knew that all was going to be okay. Chapter 19 James James stood at the bottom of the stairs watching Kente as she began to descend towards him. 
She was more beautiful than he could ever imagine. He was more captivated by her beauty than the first day that he had seen her. He loved this young girl. No young woman with all his heart. And he could not wait until the ritual was over to have her in his bed. Kente got down to the last step and James embraced her. She hugged him back then whispered in his ear, Here, take this bottle and drink from it. I don't know how tonight will go, but this will protect you if anything bad happens tonight. James took the bottle from her hands and drunk it down. He then placed the bottle inside of his right pocket. He trusted Kente with all his heart. He began to feel a tight squeeze on his heart as it felt like some was ripping it. He grabbed his chest as if he was having a heart attack. Kente grabbed his arm and placed her hand on his chest. A worried look came across her eyes as she became a little afraid of his plight. But just as the pain hit him, it left him and he gathered his composure once again. I'm all right, he said, assuring her. Kente nodded at him as he extended his hand out and commenced to escorting her to the ritual. James began to feel this strong power take him over and it was as if his strength had magnified in his body. No matter what happened tonight, he was going to protect her no matter what the cost. You have just been listening to Kadia. I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. You can reach me at queenzoaya at gmail.com. You can check out my website at www.queenzoaya.com. And you can follow me on social media, on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram.